excerpt from Sky and Otter's Handbook to the Fae, Appendix 1, page 108. The game, a common euphemism for Fae politics, used to refer to both individual ambitions and collective machinations of entire courts. See also playing. Playing, the game. When used in reference to the Fae and the concept of the game, usually means engaging in Fae politics. Sometimes used in a derogatory sense, as in, they aren't even playing. Might also be employed by Fae to talk about humans. See also affiliated. Affiliated, used to refer to Fae and humans alike, though usually in the context of Fae political structures. Generally describes a person who is under the protection of a larger group, like a court or a network of initiated. See also initiated and court. Initiated, generic term for half-fae or sighted human individuals. Does not typically include the fae, but is occasionally used by them as a sort of slur. See also sighted and half-fae. Sighted, describes humans without clear fae ancestry who can still perceive magical phenomena. Maybe the seventh child of a seventh child, or born under a specific configuration of stars, or simply unlucky. This term does not typically include humans who gain access to the site through seeing stones or other temporary methods. See also the site. The site, the ability to perceive magical phenomena otherwise hidden from mundane humans. See also mundane and sighted. Alder! Magpie talk moss. Damn it. Alder, this is my fault. No, it isn't. No, you don't understand. I- I know you've been talking to them. I'm such an idiot. You didn't know. I should have. This isn't your fault, Tennyson. I tried to warn you, but the walkie-talkie- Magpie probably jammed it. Damn it. Tennyson, seriously, it isn't- Yes, it is. I should have known better. Never trust the Fae, right? You told me that. Tennyson. But I didn't think Magpie could do anything. Everybody gets burned once. That's how you learn. I thought I could do better. Look, you can feel bad later, okay? Right now we need to focus. Magpie could be literally anywhere right now. Do you really think we can find them? I think we have to try. How? They can teleport, Alder. We have an RV. I'm going to make some calls. To who? Old friends. Really? You're going to play that game right now? Just give me a minute, okay? Fine. Hi, Shell. Listen, I have some not-so-great news. Hey, Etta? I'm cashing in that favor. So, how do you know where Magpie is? I told you, I know some people. Is that thing on? Are you interrogating me? The fact you only tell me half the story is how we got into this mess in the first place. You turned the blame around pretty fast. Oh, I'm furious with myself too, but I need to know I'm not going into this blind. Al, Magpie could kill us. No, they can't. What? We're protected by the Summer Queen. 
Magpie can't do anything to us directly without getting kicked out of the court. How'd we get that deal? Alder? It's not a story I want to tell right now. So do you have a plan? I have a plan. You're staying in the RV. You're not serious. Alder, you can't take them all. I'm not taking them. What are you going to do? Ask nicely? Something like that. Are you trying to use my guilt? Because that is low. Magpie can't kill us, but they can hurt us. Specifically, they can use you to hurt me. You don't know how to handle yourself in a fight. You just said there wouldn't be a fight. Not if I go alone. So you're just going to leave me in... What is this town called? Field? I found you a nice lodge. Well, if you're going to do this, you need to bring the recorder so I can listen to what happens. Really? I think your secrets might be hazardous to my health. I can't promise anything. You're really doing this? It's on my credit card, so I'll go in with you. And then you're just gonna leave? I shouldn't be too long. I'm sorry. So, I'm walking up to where Magpie's supposed to be. By now they probably know I'm coming, so this could go very badly. But on the other hand, there's a limit to how badly it can go. So, if this goes the way I want it to, well, I have a few things that Magpie wants that I'm willing to trade. That's... I'm not hiding things because I don't trust you, Tennyson. If I didn't trust you, I would have listened to the last weeks worth of tapes where you kept talking to Magpie. I like that we have a rule that we don't listen to each other's tapes. I do trust you, but I know a lot of stuff I wish I didn't know. I'm just trying to protect you from that. I know you've seen some things and you're not naive, but the deeper you go, the worse it gets. And I've been in pretty deep, so I know you're going to hate me when I turn this off in a second, but... I just wanted you to know it's because I care about you. The nice thing about how small this town is, is there's only one road Alder could have taken. And I know this is a serious breach of trust, but I stopped caring about that a couple hours ago. Yeah, I know I screwed up. But maybe if Alder had told me what Magpie's deal is, I wouldn't have been such an idiot. And I will not be left behind at some motel just to wait for her. That's not fair. We're partners. And she isn't giving me much reason to trust her right now. There's the RV. Walter isn't over there. There she is. What is she doing?
doing? She's just standing there. Magpie! I know you're listening. Can't trick you anymore, can I? <laughs> I'm flattered you tried. Where's Moss? One doesn't bring the hostage to the negotiations. <laughs> Is she really a hostage? I thought you were just trying to sink me. I could be persuaded to stop. That's what I thought. You know, if I'd known a hostage was all it would take, I would have done this a long time ago. I'm not going to just give it to you. Fine. You okay, Moss? I'm fine. Satisfied, Alder? <sighs> Catch. A pleasure doing business with you, Alder. See you around. Around. I hope not. Alder, what was that? <sighs> Nothing important. It's 3am and Alder got back a little while ago with Moss. I guess her sister has someone coming down to pick her up tomorrow. So Alder's in the room and Moss is in the RV. And I'm out here, sitting on the grass, wondering how to feel. I just listened to Alder's tape and I'm mad, but I can't be that mad. I'm being a hypocrite. There are so many things I haven't told Alder. I'm not really sure how I feel about the last couple days. A lot of what's happened is my fault. I know that. Alder should be way more mad at me than she is. But I guess our whole relationship is that I do something stupid, but then she does something stupid, so we're even, and we move on. When I say it out loud, it sounds super unhealthy, but here we are. I have had worse relationships with people. At least we're mutually terrible. And I guess it wouldn't have helped much if Alder had recorded all of that. I mean, all of that for a ring, really? There has to be more to it. There's something I'm missing. I mean, of course there's something I'm missing. I have no idea what the hell's going on. We can't keep going on like this. If one of her secrets could kill me, I need to know about it. At least none of the things I'm hiding affect her. Usually we end these things on the aftermath driving away kind of thing, and I just end the podcast when we stop talking, or when we start talking about movies or something. But it's just me out here, and I'm not even sure what happened today. It's been a very, very, very long day. So, uh, I'm just gonna sit out here. For a while, with the crickets and whichever truck driver is awake at three in the morning. Bye. Beyond the Veil is a Meadowlark Presents production. It was written and produced by Katrina Bassnett. The voice of Alder was Daryl Bailmans. The voice of Tennyson was Katrina Bassnett. The voice of Magpie was Lindsay Tozer. The voice of Moss was Justine Makowecki. 
On the radio this week was Village 2068 by Komiku. Graphic design by Oscar Yu. Theme music by Katrina Bassnet. Follow us on Twitter at Vale underscore podcast and find this and all our other shows at meadowlarkpresents.ca.